All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Wi-Fi Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Jackson McKiernan. Really appreciate you tuning into today's episode. Today, we have Ram Raviv on, who's an entrepreneur from New York, who also hosts the Spreading Success Podcast. How's it going, Ram? Going on, man. How are you doing? Pretty good, man. Um, so let's let's start from the beginning. Let's talk about how you got into entrepreneurship, um, and then we can go back into sort of closer to now when you got into podcasting and um, sort of just the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, so for me, honestly, I've always been, you know, a huge fan of people like Gary Vee ever since I was like 14, 15, just watching the videos on Instagram, YouTube. And I always knew from the middle school, high school days that I was just not meant for the traditional nine to five. I felt like I could do a lot more and I could just, you know, work for myself. So that was something that I that really dragged me into the whole entrepreneurship game. And it wasn't really until honestly a few months ago that I finally realized that I, actually, I could actually do it. You know, I, I really didn't believe myself as much. Um, but I w- in high school and stuff like that, I really, I was not like going to parties and things like that. I While my friends were partying, I would always, you know, try to find a way to flip a buck online or look at millions of ways to make money online on YouTube. So I was always, you know, in that mindset. But yeah, that, that's really my, my basic upbringing um, of the whole entrepreneurship space. Cool, man. Yeah, I had a similar thing. Gary Vee really got me into the space. I knew I was always interested in business. And then I'm not sure I found Gary Vee. But after that, I was like, okay, I really need to get like started. Like I knew I had this general interest for business. But watching that sort of content on YouTube and like Shark Tank on TV and stuff like that really like motivated me to get started if that makes sense. So pretty similar. Um, How did you hear about podcasting? How did you get into that? Uh, so podcasting, this is actually, it was, uh, based off an event called breakthrough on March 3rd. So I'm very new to this, just like you. So I went to the breakthrough event and uh, you're pretty familiar with Casey Adams, right? So, uh, he was speaking at the event and he was just sharing his story. And while someone, another speaker was talking, I got to, you know, talk to him on the side a little bit. And I was like, man, I want to start this podcast, but like, I don't know what the hell to talk about. I'm not, I don't make six figures. I don't do drop shipping just a regular guy who's who likes entrepreneurship. He's like, just do it, man. I'm like, I don't know what, like, what to talk about. So he literally said, make your first episode about how to start a podcast. And I was like, wow, like that just really blew my mind. And then while he was talking during the event, I actually ordered a mic because he said he ordered a mic on Amazon. So I ordered a mic that same time he was talking and I sent him a screenshot and I'm like, let's go. I'm having you on the podcast. Um, and honestly, like I really, I heard a lot about podcasting. But it wasn't until that moment when I realized I'm like, I don't care what, what my friends think, what anyone else thinks. I'm just going to do it because that's really what I'm passionate about. That's, you know, what's actually hilarious about that. I that was the first event I ever went to. I didn't see you there, which I didn't know you actually went until you just said. But I remember Casey's speech and I asked him a question like what I asked him a question regarding personal branding. I forgot exactly what it was. And he said, the one thing you have to do is start a podcast and like that. Like same with you, that sort of just like clicked it in my head. Um, just hearing it from Casey and, you know, we talked on the side a little bit too, but that's kind of a funny coincidence that uh, we were both there. Um, so I want to talk about podcasting a little bit because that's sort of what you're focusing on right now. Um, how has podcasting opened up other doors for relationships with other people or uh, business opportunities, networking, stuff like that? How has that really helped your, your sort of career? Yeah. So for me, obviously, like I said, I'm only a few months into this, but so far I've, I've been able to network with people that I used to see on Instagram, YouTube, and things like that. 
for example, Casey Adams, Sean Kelly, people like that, that, you know, I dreamed of talking to them just for five minutes, but now I'm, you know, I have their phone numbers. I'm, I'm very close to them. And in terms of relationships, obviously every single person that I'm on their podcast or they're on my podcast, it's not just a one-time thing. You know, I keep in touch with them, network, um, just talk in general. Um, but one thing that a lot of people don't realize about podcasting is that it's an excuse for someone's time, but it also creates a lot of credibility and leverage. For me, like I said, I'm not a six, seven figure earner. I'm not, don't have a Ferrari. I don't have anything crazy, but I was able to create leverage and credibility through my podcast. So for example, there's someone that I recently had on my podcast that offered me to show me step-by-step how to start a social media marketing agency. I know you do that literally for free, complete mentorship. All I had to do was get him on the podcast and I was going to have him on the podcast anyway. So all I had to do was get him on and I created that, that exchange of value when in, in my personal belief, I don't think that it's, it's a fair trade, but obviously for them, you know, gaining exposure, credibility, it's, it, it's worth it for them. So I basically put myself up in that level to be competing with them off of bartering. And that's really what, what's helped me so far. Yeah, definitely. I feel like a podcast, you don't need a thousand followers. Like you said, you don't need to have six or seven figures. Having a podcast is sort of a, a path for you to be able to interact with people that you would never be able to interact with. Mm-hmm. So like example, you were saying Casey Adams, um, for me, like people like John Danes, I might have Casey Adams on, but if it weren't for a podcast, you would never be able to, or you probably will never be able to interact yeah, yeah. with these people, um, at the, at the stage you're at. So, um, I think it's a great way to sort of get those contacts, um, get those, get the networking opportunities out of it. And, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, the main reason why I started the podcast was exactly for that to, uh, meet new people, to have new contacts, to have, uh, people in my contacts from all different areas, e-commerce, social media, marketing, podcasting, personal branding everywhere. So, um, now that I've had the podcast, I sort of have that group of people that I can, you know, lean on and I don't need to pay, uh, two grand for a mentor anymore. Right. Like you were saying, someone taught you how to, uh, step-by-step go through social media marketing. Um, so I, I feel like, yeah, besides the, the plays and the downloads and, you know, millions of views and stuff like that, which is the ultimate goal for, you know, almost every podcaster, I feel like the networking is really what mm-hmm. got you and I into it. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's really the main point I want to drive home. So let's, let's move on to personal branding a little bit. I know you are really into personal branding. I know you've, um, I know your profile picture is sort of a cool graphic that you've sort of, um, I want to say that's, that is your brand. Like when people see that around, they, they think of you. So talk about how the steps you've taken to build your personal brand, uh, from start to finish. Uh, so I started off that day, March 3rd. I was actually after the event, I couldn't sleep and something woke me up at like two 30 in the morning. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? You know, I wasn't doing anything that I was truly passionate about. You know, I was scared about that high school bullshit, you know, being around people all day long and you can't avoid them. And I'm really glad that I finally figured that out in college because, you know, no one really cares about you in college. Everyone's just doing their own thing. So at that time, all I did was I started an Instagram account. And at first I was really scared to start it because I was like, I'm not credible, like I said. But then I met up with a few people at a few networking events and they explained to me that if I'm not selling something right now, then it doesn't matter 
what kind of credibility you have. For example, for me, I'm not here to sell something, at least right now. Right now, I'm here to just provide value as well as just entertain people because I'm not selling something. I'm just, this is just what I'm passionate about. For me, it's not about the money. I can easily sell people podcasting courses, but for me, it's just the whole personal brain, the whole entrepreneurship thing is what I'm passionate about. So that's really what got me through the whole hump of credibility and, and things like that. So I ultimately started it and you know it went hand in hand with the podcast and then I just started banging out episodes and then gaining credibility through having big names on my show like uh, Sean Kelly and people like that. And then ultimately from there, I just kept building and meeting new people and having new connections. And that's what helped, what's helping me to continue to grow right now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go back to leverage. You were talking about leverage earlier, how podcasting, podcasting gives you that leverage that you wouldn't normally have um, if you're just starting out in the whole space. Um, you sort of have this thing right now called profile rings, which you put a ring around someone's profile picture and it sort of stands out in the Instagram stories and Instagram feed and stuff like that. And that I've seen so many people giving you shout outs on Instagram stories and stuff like that. Talk about the leverage that that's given you um, and how you've sort of leveraged that to gain a following and um, reach new audiences. Yeah. So that if, if, I mean, it's not really hard to, to make those profiles itself, but if you knew how easy it actually was, you would literally laugh at the fact that people are giving me shout outs for making it for them. But I ultimately, I was curious because I wanted it myself. So I asked someone who had it, he sent me like all the information I needed. And then I was like, wait, I can, everyone needs this. This is not something that only entrepreneurs need. Only every Instagram account needs this. So I was like, wow, I can either make money off of it or promote myself through it. And I realized I was like, oh, I can make a quick buck here and there. But I was like, the relationship with people like Maxime and all the people that are at the New York City event is much more valuable to me in the long term. Like for me, obviously right now, at the moment, like currently right now, I do not have any streams of income aside from like, you know, little side projects here and there. But for me, um, it's all about relationship currency. And that's something that a lot of people really skip over and they just want to go straight to the money, money, money. But for me, I'm, I'm here for the long-term, long-term branding and the relationships that I have right now like you said, you don't have to pay for these mentorships. You you get you can skip the line and they'll help you a lot more because now you're boys with them and now you're friends with them. So for me, the personal branding itself has allowed me to make connections like that that is worth much more than any quick cash that I can make. So that's really the whole story behind the profile rings. And I saw something that not a lot of people knew how to do, but it was very easy. And I'm like, I could just take advantage of that very easily. Yeah. And what's so cool about that is it's such a simple thing and it's, that's sort of become your brand now. Like I know a lot of people when they see that, they know, Oh, Rom did that. So that's, it's, it's cool how such a simple thing can, you know, have such a big impact on your social, on your social media brand and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Um, let's talk a bit more about personal branding. I had another question. Um, I know you think content super important. Mm -hmm. What type of content that you post do you find has the most engagement or has been most helpful for your brand? Uh, for me, honestly, it's the, the classic one, the classic content that I make, which is the, the side by side picture with the drip photo and then the person of the, uh, of the guest. And then it's just the audiogram uh, moving with just like a 60 second preview of the podcast. And I think that's very powerful because video and, you know, not just a still picture is just very important for engaging audience and 
those are really the things that convert the best for me. And I know I've seen you try that a few times on your, your own page. Um, but honestly, yeah, those, and honestly for me, I like videos a lot and that's why I started going live with more people because I feel like live itself is very, very important. Um, so just videos in general convert much, much, much better than any type of picture ever will. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I remember at that mastermind, everyone was talking about how important video is and that, um, it's, it's so important, but so many people overlook it. So there's such a big opportunity in there. If you look at most, um, Instagram accounts, most people do not have, you know, a line of videos or a decent amount of videos in their feed. So I feel like videos are obviously engaged with more, they're interacted with more, but there's such a huge opportunity for them. And if you're shy in front of a camera or you don't know how, or you don't, um, you know, necessarily think you have the resources. It's so much easier than you think. Um, Ram showed me at the the mastermind in New York city, how to make that, um, the side by side picture with the little audiogram thing. It took me less than like two minutes to do. So it's, it's so much easier than you think. Um, especially with podcasting too. A lot of people say they put off podcasting cause they think it's going to, you need a mic and, uh, it's going to be hard to distribute it to all these platforms. But if you just go on anchor, it's, it's one click and you're, and you're done pretty much. So, um, I feel like it's also just people want to have excuses not to do it. But um, again, it, it's so easy to start. So I feel like there's just so much opportunity out there and um, it's, it's much less easy to, or much less hard than you think. So definitely get started on that. Um, um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I know you do live streams a lot. Is there any other topics you want to touch on? Um, for me, it's something that Gary V talks a little bit about is being omnipresent and being active on all social medias, even the ones that are not, you know, popping right now. And that's something that I really took to heart. And that's just a project that I've, I'm working on with things like Musical.ly and, and Facebook and Twitter and things like that, that are not as popping as Instagram. But if you spend, like Gary says, 20% on those and then the rest of your energy on Instagram, then, you know, if Instagram dies one day, you'll be able to to catch on and you'll be ahead of the game in terms of your content. So for me, and it, you don't even have to make new content. They can just like Gary Vee recycles this content like crazy on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. So, and even Snapchat and things like that. So that's a project that I'm working on just to be omnipresent. That's something that I think a lot of young entrepreneurs, a lot of people who get into their personal brands do not really think about when they first go into it. They're just always on Instagram, Instagram. But you know, at the end of the day, if that dies, they're really going to be screwed. Yeah. And also what's so important about that is each different social media platform has a different audience that's on it. So if you're only posting on Instagram, you might only be reaching that, you know, 13 to 25 range. And you might be missing out on Facebook people who are, you know, 30 and up and could really be interested in your brand and might want to buy from you in the future. So I feel like again, 80, 20, the 80, 20 rule, 80% on Instagram, 20% everywhere else. Just make sure that you're reaching that other audience and if they're interested in you, they'll obviously hop over to Instagram, but make sure I know LinkedIn. I actually just started using it cause I uh, started a job last week and it's so important for networking. That's just an example, but there's so many social media platforms out there with different, different types of people, different audiences. And it's great to capture all of them. I know LinkedIn's more of a professional network. Uh, Instagram's more of a common network, Facebook, a little, uh, common also Snapchat. I know is super personal, but um, just spending your time on different social media platforms really ensures that you're capturing that whole audience instead of just, um, one little portion. I know that there are 1 billion people on Instagram, which is a ton, but, um, you know, some people aren't on Instagram every day. Some people are on Facebook, on Snapchat, 
like that. So it's good to capture that whole audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And that's something, like I said, that a lot of people really don't take into account. And they think personal branding is just about being big on one social media site and then expanding. You got to start with building out the foundation before you you start growing on one and then, you know, splitting out after that. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Um, let's talk about your live streams. I know that's the, I don't know if you change it, but that is the first line in your bio, right? I go live with lead entrepreneurs. Um, why do you think uh, live videos are so important and um, how have they helped you grow on Instagram? <clears throat> well, for me, honestly, like, like I said, talking about the uh, having uh, multi-presence on other platforms, I'm actually, uh, I started a Twitch stream. Uh, which is another form of live streaming. And that's something that I've been ridiculed for time and time again, even though I just started it. Um, I, you know, play games and talk entrepreneurship with a few of my buddies. But in terms of live streaming, I put that as my one liner because I've, I've been hearing it in the Instagram community and the entrepreneurship community, just the engagement that you can get from live stream, you can't get anywhere else. And, you know, obviously people can comment in a video, but that's nothing even remotely close to when people can ask you questions live, see you live. And especially when you talk to other people on it, for example, I had my friend Caleb on it the other day and we were just talking for two hours, just about entrepreneurship, any questions people had. And honestly though, like this is, if you think about it, this is kind of a similar environment, except it's just on a a live. That's really the difference here. But, I, I really, I love lives and, you know, obviously it's, it's more content for you. It stays on for 24 hours and it's just a way to interact. That's not really been seen on a lot of other platforms. I know Facebook has it and that's something that I'm looking to work on in the future, but yeah, live streaming is definitely something that a lot of people aren't taking advantage of. And I feel like for me, you know, to make that my one liner, you know, a lot of the podcasters, they just say, uh, I interview elite entrepreneurs or stuff like that. But for me, the podcast is only half of the battle. You know, I have my whole personal brand and going live with them before or after the podcast gives them a little preview as well as, you know, if they have any questions about the actual podcast, I'm right there to answer it. The guest is right there to answer it. And it just flows. And it's very, very uh, crucial to my personal brand in general. I also think what's so um, important about live streams is, how personal it is like videos, obviously they're talking to a camera, but with a live stream, you know, someone's actually talking to you if you're asking a question. And I feel like that just, that just brings another level of connection to your audience, which is super important. And also, um, just talking with other people, just conversationally. I know in a podcast, it's very similar, but people like to see other entrepreneurs or people who are doing well, they, they want to see what their conversations are like, because they're obviously doing something right and they have the right connections and the right network. And, um, it doesn't, it, there's no, it doesn't seem fake. Um, a lot of things, a lot of videos may seem staged or scripted, but obviously, you know, live streams are are not scripted Mm -hmm. and that just adds to another level of, um, personality to your brand, I'd say. So, um, Rom, I think we'll leave it off there. I really appreciate you coming onto the podcast today. Go ahead, shout out your Instagram, YouTube, Twitch stream, everything. Uh, so for my Instagram, it's just rom.revive. Twitter, Snapchat, just Ram Raviv straight out. Um, and my Facebook page is just Ram Raviv official. Couldn't get the, the OG username. Had to deal with it. Um, and the Twitch stream is twitch.tv slash Ram Raviv. And yeah, guys, if you have any questions, feel free to message me. I'm always open and I'm sure Jackson is as well. Awesome, Ram. Thank you so much again for coming on. Ram, actually, when I first, when I first announced I was starting the podcast, he was the first person to message me saying, Um, I usually have to message people to come onto the podcast, but he was the first person saying, you know, I'd love to help out. 
and that just shows you know um that just shows sort of an extra level to his brand and his overall personality so ram again thanks a lot for coming on to today's podcast and we'll catch you guys next time definitely man see you guys